Well, I'm joined here today with Susan Murphy. We met down in Tulum when I spent uh, six weeks down there and happened to bump into each other. Again, I, I don't believe that there's any um, accidental meetings that are uh, us coming together was a part of my journey. And since then, we've been staying in touch and we've actually been working on some fun projects together. Nothing that's come to fruition yet, but I do know that that experience, that uh, bringing to life, co-creating with with Susan is going to be a part of my reality as I continue to expand and explore my um, endeavors and, and business ventures. So um, I'll let Susan kind of, I'll let you introduce yourself. Um, give me just a, a little bit of a background on, you know, what you've done before, uh, before your awakening process, and, and then we can kind of go from there. Thank you very much. Um, so I suppose a bit about me is I had a long history with mental health, um, starting at the age of 16, you know, my first major depressive episode. Um, so a long history of mental health and ignoring all of my spiritual callings um, by focusing on science and pursuing a career in the corporate world. Kept myself really busy climbing the corporate ladder um, until I couldn't ignore it anymore. Um, the spiritual awakening came to me and, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't ignore all that was happening. Hmm. Um, it's a very short, a short summary. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's plenty more that we could dig into, but um, mm -hmm. I want to kind of focus a little bit more on your awakening process, how things went, how you experienced them. So just mm -hmm. give us um, give us a brief overview. What was maybe the first or second catalyst that kind of got you into trusting your intuition, trusting your abilities? Um, how was that process? How did you experience it from maybe more of the egoic mind and then also from a higher perspective? Mm -hmm. So in 2020, um, 2020, 2021, I had what I now know is a Kundalini awakening. I had a full awakening. I'd been having little awakenings over the years, um, which were these depressive episodes that were labeled as depressive episodes. Um, but my full awakening um, was around 2021. The catalyst was, I was about to go for funding to open the, a, a community workspace, a community workshop. Um, it was tying myself into this huge contract, you know, it was like, okay, you're signing up to this life. Is this the life you want? Um, in hindsight, that was that was the catalyst, you know. Um, I was throwing away, I was putting all of my dreams on hold to, to do this for the community, to give back to the community because I'd received so much. Um, that that was that was it. Um, during this awakening, it happened over the period of three days. Um, there was no denying. There was no denying anything at this stage. It was me sitting at my desk for three days straight journaling, just journaling like a crazy woman, not eating, drinking, taking toilet breaks, just not sleeping, just, just writing. Um, and beyond the writing, 
I was in the presence, you know, I was being fed, I was being held by these energy bodies, these orbs, I guess I could call them, but they, they, were, they were these dense energies that were accompanying me in the room, um, as well as my higher self, um, who was reminding me of all of the times that we've met before. And just reminding me of all of the past instances where they came and said hello and and we danced and then I closed the door. I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't hear you, I can't see you. Um, but this is the time that I just, I just couldn't deny it anymore. It was just, I was channeling like I didn't even know it was called channeling at the, at that time, but through my journaling, I was, I was channeling. I was all of the answers that I didn't know I was looking for. All of these hidden things in my life just came out on a page. Um, and I never looked back. Do you ever get a chance to look back at that, at those journals, at those times <laughs> that you, uh, you know, were basically writing? Because I've experienced that. Sometimes I'll take a look. I did it the other day. I, I look back at a journal that I had been writing, um, I think in 2022, um, like beginning of 2022. And just looking back at that and seeing the what I was writing down, uh, it, it, it almost brings, uh, like I was completely unconscious of what I was writing down. And when I reread it, I'm reading a new thing. I'm reading something that I know I physically wrote this down, but I mm -hmm. don't remember experiencing such, an in, such a deep and profound sense of knowing uh, when I was writing it. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I did, so these journals um, are in Ireland. Um, but before I left, I, I made it my mission to, to review. I had kind of avoided it for, for quite some time because I didn't, didn't fully understand what was happening. But I did look back and it was like, wow, wow. Like, where did this information come from? Like, I wrote this? <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. It was really insane. Yeah, it is, it is pretty wild. Um, so yeah, you had your three days, um, kind of walk us through maybe the next couple of months. Um, was there an ebb and a flow or was it just now the faucet's on and I am, I am this thing now? It was an ebb and flow for sure, because we have our ego trying to come in and, and protect us and all these different versions of ego coming in to try and protect us. Um, so from this, from these three days came me transforming my whole entire life. So changing all of the details of my life. So with that as well came like doubt and overcoming these different things and and stepping into a new version of myself or a truer version of myself. Um, and one of the things that really helped me to ground it, to remember, to, to come back to that experience was um, dabbling with tarot cards. Um, I'd always been interested in them, but also like didn't believe in them. But I, I did, but I was skeptical, you know, it was one of those kind of relationships. Um, one day I was like, okay, I'm just going to order a tarot deck. And um, I satisfied my logical mind by going, okay, so let's assume that whatever card I pick, I can find meaning in it because that is, we can find meaning in anything. So let me just do it and let me like leave myself open to whatever I can receive because it's going to be beneficial regardless. It's going to be a reflection. Think of it as like journaling prompts. Um, so I had like a daily practice of like pulling a card or doing a three card spread, Googling all these different spreads. Um, as the days and weeks went on, I was like, oh, there's more to this. Like, I can't deny this. So 
got to know the cards and how different they were and I was like but how would I pull the exact card for the moment for the situation every single time like there's more to this so I was like okay grinding back grinding back grinding back it was really useful for those days when I was just gone straight back into the kind of the the matrix paradigm um these would would anchor me back into ah the believing the inside you're knowing it's it's okay it's safe you know um mm -hmm. so tarot for sure was was that kind of stable grounding thing for me that that helped me through all these ebbs and flows that's beautiful and yeah i think that's definitely very important to have that that one thing that you know you can trust and that you know when you start to when your ego starts to tell you hey you're you're acting a little crazy or this isn't this isn't real or something along those lines that that you have that thing that it's like no this this is as real as anything else that i call real in my life so um that's beautiful i i, I love uh tarot cards i love getting my um my readings anytime i see somebody out in public i'm like yep 10 bucks here you go let's get the <laughs> reading where am i at in life right now so yes so we went over tarot cards that's one of the spiritual technologies that you use was there any mm -hmm. other aspects uh maybe meditation or some type of physical activity you know what what really brought you in touch with your soul or your spirit or your higher self as you were going mm -hmm. through these ebbs and flows so meditation yeah um, you mentioned it there meditation i got into meditation back in 2014 after a near-death experience. Um, and it it had been a life anchor for me. Um, and as I was, uh, yeah, I, do you know what? I don't give meditation enough credit, but like meditation is my soulmate, you know? It's like, it is my my best friend. It's it's what accompanies me every single day. It's my higher self. Meditation is my, is my doorway. Um, and so throughout this whole thing, like every night after those three, three days that that awakening, um, I always had a, a morning and an evening meditation practice. So it transformed. Instead of me going into go into um, space, I was going into say hello to my friends. <laughs> um, yeah, so that transformed as well. Um, and again, even even with that, um, I would have times in my meditation when maybe I'd gone a bit too deep, uh, not too deep, but I was exhausting myself energetically and spiritually that they would kind of close the door and like, hey, just go float in space for, for a while. And, and then my doubts would come in like, wait, was I meeting different versions of myself and, and my ancestors or what was that? And this is where the tarot came in then as well. So. Yeah, these are my main two tools still to this day, meditation and tarot. Um, yes, I use meditation every single day to to tune in, to remember who I am, what this is, and reassure myself that all is well. Yes, yes, that's that's so key. And, and that's been my experience as well. I mean, the meditation is, is the anchor to uh, the aspect of yourself that you can't see with your five senses or experience with your five senses. It's um 
it is what keeps me going and what keeps me from just saying, ah, screw it. I'm going to go back and get a job and just live a normal human life again. And that is, um, you know, I think that's important for, for anyone out there that's going through something like this, who maybe they're on just the beginning of their journey, or, you know, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm part of mind Valley. I'm part of an, uh, a bunch of different organizations that, uh, are at the precipice of the expansion of human consciousness. And there isn't a single one that doesn't say that number one is meditation. Meditation is the key to expanding your consciousness. If you want to get out of the default mode network, if you want to get out of the loop that you are living your life in, meditation is the first and best way, uh, the oldest technology that I think that humans have to get out of their um 3d mind is to go into meditation and see what comes through and understand that what's coming through for you is only for you and i think a, a lot of people kind of get that they get mixed up they're like well you know i'm experiencing this so that must be what everybody else is experiencing because that's certainly for for probably two years of of going through the awakening process meditating every day or meditating as much as i could every day um you know, I felt that that uh, everybody else, if they had just meditated, would feel this exact experience. They'd feel that connection to that higher aspect of themselves. But in reality, we are different emanations of different energies from different levels of reality. So my experience and somebody else's experience is going to be very, very different. Um, and it's kind of it's awesome to to be having this with you because my experience and your experience are almost identical down to the time frame as well 2021 was the 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 three day i had it was a long weekend and my awakening happened in those three days my partner at the time was out of town and all of a sudden i had this deep realization that everything i thought was true was not true anymore and again same thing ebb and flow um I, the only thing I had anchoring me was, was meditation. And oftentimes I would get too busy to meditate. So, you know, I would go way back into the 3d and just kind of forget about all the stuff that I was experiencing. And then uh, a week or two, or maybe a month would go by and then I'd experience it again. And then by the end of 2021, that's when I really started to trust uh, the intuition and follow the, follow the leads that, that the universe or my higher selves were sending me and at the time i was i was experiencing it through the lens that the universe was just out to help me but now i understand that in reality you know the totality of the consciousness of the universe is not helping this little human being on a tiny little planet circling this small sun in a very tiny sector of the galaxy um, but it was my higher self it was the aspects of myself that exist outside of this physical vessel that have, uh, you know, again, the physical vessel is the thing that is interacting in the physical world. But the, the, um, what is observing that is not something that exists in this five sense reality. And that is, uh, very, it, it's, been put in so many different ways throughout human history. It's the same thing. It's everybody just trying to explain the thing that's inexplicable. It's unexplainable. And 
um, you know, I think it's it's important for people like us to kind of go out, share our experiences so that instead of it being through the lens of a dogmatic practice or a philosophical idea or, you know, these these beings that went through this experience 5,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 500 years ago, that they're actually, they get to experience this from the perspective of somebody who is doing it in the present, in the now, who is going through these experiences. So it's, it's beautiful. And I'm very, I'm very much appreciative of you coming on and sharing, you know, some of the, because I know it's some, it's sometimes scary for me to share my experiences that, oh yeah, I talk, I talk to God, I talk to, you know, I talk to extraterrestrial beings and stuff like that. And and for a lot of people, they don't understand that. But um, if we keep it all secret and quiet, then the shifting in consciousness that needs to happen on the planet is going to take longer and longer. And the more that we get this information out, the easier it's going to be for people who are experiencing it uh, in this next wave of conscious evolution that are going to be going through it. So uh, again, thank you for sharing all of these. So the, um, the kind of next one I want to get into, and this is, I think where our paths kind of, uh, split, we had very similar awakenings, but, uh, Mm -hmm. just from speaking with you, I feel like I experience the extrasensory perception or the non-physical abilities in a much different way than you do. And, And again, you know, we're all different beings. And that's, that's what makes this uh, physical existence so beautiful is that there's so many different ways to experience this awakening process. And and it's my view that there's 8 billion different ways to have an awakening process, to get in touch with your higher self and to, um, you know, live life from the perspective of your higher self. So kind of go into a little bit about what you experience on a maybe more day-to-day experience with um, your extrasensory perceptions. Yes. Um, So first of all, I might mention um, my perspective on these senses. Yeah. You mentioned there um, around like how it can be challenging sometimes to explain to people how like you're communicating with non-physical forms and your experience of ah it's not the whole universe is conspiring in my favor it's like different versions of myself and and my lineage um and so my experience with that is that so we have this physical form and our senses so our our um player abilities are us tuning into these channels of ourselves, okay? Mm -hmm. So in terms of my sight, like I've seen spirits since I was a very young child, right? That's a whole other story. Um, (laughs) And I've heard them. Um, I can smell things, like I, I I could smell pineapple like why can i smell pineapple and then i'll see like a block away in a window somebody's eating pineapple like dude i should not be able to smell your pineapple from here (laughs) (laughs) um and then boom something else comes in from that it's like that was my entry point to to go in a different door it was like what made me aware of an opening um there was a version of myself communicating something through that 
Um, so yeah, my my experience is that so um, I'm actually not down with the the lingo to be honest, like the the names, the labels of the different clairs. So I see that's my my number one is my my site. Um, so seeing through your third eye. Mm -hmm. um, second would be my clear audience. Um, then I have the um, feeling. So sentience. I feel clear sentience. I, I feel the energy shifts. Um, and then I have the uh, scent, um, taste, and the, the knowing. So the knowing for me is my least practiced because I had so much doubt and the, the analytical logical mind was like able to, to overrule that one more because it wasn't based on anything. And hmm. um, it was just a knowing. It's like, I can't back it up with any of my other senses. So um, that's my least exercised muscle. Um, but yeah, all of them are, are quite strong and prevalent in my day to day. Like, um i will have i receive messages from from everything in my day-to-day -day life like everything um the more you open up to it so the more i've opened up to it and accepted ah okay so that little tap on the window when i thought that was me saying hello hello you're about to enter into a thought pattern like wake up um, and the more you open up and accept the gift that the world is constantly providing you the, the direction the guidance that we're all asking for when you actually surrender and go oh that was actually the guidance thank you then the more you receive mm -hmm. and the less daunting it is and the more you're able to just flow continuously um yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's a, a beautiful reminder to as you get these experiences as you get this ability to kind of go above the five sense reality that they are guiding you that it's not just okay you know i'm i'm playing with ghosts or uh, i'm experiencing this for whatever reason I, I remember i kind of got in my my head and i i got this spiritual ego that i was special mm -hmm. than everybody else i you know i have this ability and it's my duty to uh, help everyone else out because I'm able to experience these extra sensory perceptions. And that, that was a dangerous road to go down. And, and it took me a little bit to realize that, no, this, this isn't anything special. This is actually a part of the human evolution. And this is where we are on the, um, the time and space that we exist in right now is that the human physical vessel is going through this, um, evolution from basically just believing that the physical world is all that exists and moving to the belief that there is something outside of our physical reality that that it, we aren't just predisposed by our genes to have an experience or that our um our how we feel today is not how necessarily we're going to feel tomorrow that we have the ability to change and to um, evolve consciously with uh, with our genes to be able to create a different reality for ourselves. And that's what the higher self is here. It's coming back in time to show you and to tell you, hey, maybe experience this or maybe go down this road or maybe, you know, uh, take a look at this article um, I've experienced through social media where I've been I've been knowing i have this felt sense that that there's 
there's an experience I need to experience. And then through social media, through a, a, a TikTok video or on Facebook or on Instagram, there'll be two or three of the exact same messages that come directly through to me. And I don't believe that Facebook or Instagram or TikTok is able to go into my mind and see what I'm thinking and then bring it to me. Like there is something that's going on well beyond the capabilities of human technology at this point. So just trusting and understanding and feeling that, that this is what is happening, that it's not, um, that you don't have to necessarily understand why it's happening, but you do have to trust, you have to have faith that it is happening for a reason. And that that's very important to, to keep in mind. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> the guidance is always there. Yes, exactly. It's always there. And if you just listen to it and allow it to do its magic, then life can be easy. It can be fun. It can be enjoyable. It can be full of peace. And um, again, fundamental well-being is something that I've been really looking into, um, which is the idea. Uh, it's basically putting one name on that experience of knowing your higher self. And they call it what's called fundamental well-being. So it's it's basically the idea or the perspective um, of your ability to just allow what needs to happen in your life. And when you when you do that, you enter this this state of being called fundamental well-being, where everything is happening for you. Everything is happening to guide you to become the best version of yourself that is possible. And um, you know, I think that's what we've both kind of come into the experience is that we're going through this fundamental well-being and it's scary. It's, it can be challenging and, and you're always going to be going back and forth. I mean, uh, I've been on the journey for three years now and on Monday or Tuesday, I, uh, basically went back into the ego and I got lost and separated from my highest self. And I started thinking, uh, maybe this isn't for me, maybe this isn't what I want to do. And then you know, it, it took me, luckily now it takes me instead of two or three weeks, it takes me about mm -hmm. two or three hours to kind of get back into that, to have that little spark. And again, you know, it, meditation, getting out into nature is, is a big one for me going out and just kind of detaching from the, uh, the matrix world, the, the world that we all kind of experience and live in and just going out into, um, a place where you can forget about all of that and just really connect back to to yourself because that's again what you're doing when you're meditating you're not connecting to these beings or to angels or to anything like that you're ex you're connecting back to the part of you that you fractalized off of yourself to come into this experience and and why we're here it's my belief that we're here to to learn lessons for our soul because at, at the soul level, when you're outside of physical existence and you don't experience time and space like physical human beings do, it's very difficult to learn those lessons, to experience things, to, um, you know, basically have these experiences of separation because you don't have that experience of separation when you're at that level of understanding, when you're at that level of consciousness. And, I think it's very important to understand that there's no, just because you're at a higher level of understanding doesn't make you any better or any worse. It just 
It's just a different perspective for the universe to have as it's trying to perceive every aspect of, you know, what could possibly happen. And that that's the that's the kind of fundamental creation process that that the universe created the physical uh, universe, the, the consciousness of the universe created the physical universe so that it could experience itself through multiple different aspects of eventually itself. And, and if you go all the way back, if you follow that thread all the way back up from your soul to your spirit, to your oversoul, to your archangelic beings, all the way up to the fair seraphim, cherubim, and then eventually up to the totality of the consciousness of the universe, that all you are is experiencing yourself from a different perspective. And that that's as we as we go into this shift in consciousness on the planet, that's going to help us solve all the problems that we currently have because humanity is existing in this very um, separated consciousness. We, we don't believe that we are of the same nature, that just because your skin color or your sexual preference or where you live or what who you voted for as the president or, you know, any of these defining factors dictates you know, who you actually are instead of it being, well, you just have a different perspective than me. And I appreciate your expect, you know, your perspective, but for me, my truth is this, and I think we can still exist in this world together. We don't have to all be of the same mind because uh, what would be the fun in that? Where would be the fun in experiencing a world with 8 billion people that all thought and did the same exact thing every single day? There would there would be no fun. There would be no reason to incarnate in the physical being. So it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so important to kind of keep that in mind as we um, continue this evolution, as we continue this consciousness shift from the separation and going from separate beings and competing for different resources into a more cooperative, a more unified consciousness. So speaking of consciousness, what, <laughs> what do you believe is consciousness at the fundamental level? And, and I'll, I'll use the word big C consciousness. The, there's a lot of, uh, as, as the science is catching up with the mystics, they are very, very, they're doing what scientists do. They're, they're defining things by using human language and how they define big C consciousness is this overarching consciousness that we experience when we detach from the ego, when we detach from the little C consciousness, which is the little C consciousness being how each one of us individualized humans experience the reality um, that, you know, it, it basically all of the inputs of reality are being filtered through our little C conscious brain. And it's giving us the perspective that we're, we're viewing reality through. And then the big C consciousness is the totality of all of those realities. So how would you kind of define big C consciousness and how does that play um, within your, uh, your belief systems? Mm -hmm. I find this to be a fascinating question and I'm always curious as to why we're asking this question. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I find it super interesting. It's like asking what the meaning of life is. I would, right? I would say that's pretty much what this question is. It's the, you know, defining yeah. 
what is the meaning of life? Because if you know what consciousness, big C consciousness is, then uh, it, it would be simple to kind of come to the next conclusion of here is the purpose of life. Aha. So I like to use the physical to describe the non-physical because that is our uh, tool, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we experience. Um, so it's like asking, like, what is the function of our body? And you were actually describing there, right? So different people, different perspectives, right? It's like one finger going to the other finger. Well, you're different to me. You look different. So you're, I, I can't accept you, but we're part of the one hand, we're part of the one arm, we're all part of the, the, the same body. And if we were all the same, well, then my hand wouldn't grasp things in the way that it does. And I wouldn't be able to do the wonderful things that I can do if we were all the same. Um, and in terms of color, like I have freckles, you know, it's like, is one part of my skin not as valuable as the, the other part because it's a different color? Like, it's just, it's all the one. Um, so like, what is consciousness? What is the meaning of life? It's like asking, what is the meaning of my body? The meaning of my body is to experience life and to live. So what is consciousness? Consciousness is is life. <laughs> it is it it just it just is, you know. It's like I think questioning that takes us out of the experience of living. And that's why I don't understand it. It's like why go, why wonder when you can just be? Hmm. There's this old um thing of like comparing cats to to humans. Um, like if you if you roll a ball in front of a cat, the cat will go, wow, ball, cool, let me play. You roll a ball in front of a human, they go, where did that come from? <laughs> and you just you could have just played with the ball and had some fun. And now you're wondering where the ball came from. And it was it, it, there was no need because the ball was rolled for you to have fun. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a super interesting question that I, I always get stumped on because uh, I, I suppose I don't see the value in, in exploring it. Mm -hmm. But I'm just yeah. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, I think it's, uh, again, it's, it's not important. I don't think your life will benefit anymore if you explore uh, the, what, what is there for life to be, but then you kind of get out. It's like going, it's going to another level that maybe you're not ready to go to just like your guides kind of shared with you, Hey, slow it down a little bit. If you're if you're wondering what is the meaning of life, but you haven't even figured out how to operate your 3D physical vessel vessel and, it, you know, be able to operate in a physical experience, there's no need for you to really worry too much about that. It's let's let's take it one step at a time. Let's let's kind of work our way up to understanding the mysteries of the universe before we kind of get into it. But I also think that it's a lot of fun. And when you have a little bit of spare time that thinking about why you're here and what you're doing and, and the whole purpose of life, the whole purpose of being in, in the 3D physical reality um, is a fun experience. And maybe it will, maybe it'll shed some more light on the actual experiences that you are having instead of them just being, you know, just happenstance it's oh well actually there was a purpose to this there was a purpose to that there was a purpose to me losing my job or me getting my car impounded or um you know any of these experiences that for most of us we would view as negative but from a different perspective if you if you believe that that 
you can kind of pick and choose the perspective that you're viewing all of these things that are happening to you, then, you know, I think that a part of that is realizing that we are all a part of a higher consciousness. And, and mm -hmm. that's where I think the, uh, that's where I believe that a majority of humans are kind of coming to this point. It's uh, through the experiences that we had in 2020 and 2012 and 2001, again, all these huge experiences on a global level that that kind of changed how people perceived reality a lot of the times at first they were perceived as such a negative event that you know 9 11 or going into war um again the crash of the markets in 20 uh, 2008 2009 which led to this massive um kind of insurgents in the u.s at least uh and, and it happened all around the world the arab spring happened during that year you had uh again like the tea party and and the um occupy movements in america and they kind of spread out all the way across the world and everybody viewed that as such a negative experience and then obviously we had what happened in 2020 um you know everyone it, it created so much fear but it, it the space for us to really take a look and see what is important in my life? Why am I doing all the things that I'm currently doing in my life? And am I doing them for fulfillment? Am I doing them because I've just been told from the time I was seven years old that this is what I need to do and this is how I need to experience things and this this is the path that I need to go down? Um, and that's kind of, I think, where we're at right now is that not only are the the people that kind of went through this experience in 2001, 2012, and now 2000. Uh, 2020, um, they're all kind of getting together. They're all forming new communities and and helping uh, build new businesses, conscious led businesses, businesses that are helping uh, fix the problems that we currently have in our society. And the more that people do that, the more they create this collective consciousness that it is possible instead of being tuned into the channel that that you know, we're going to be experiencing this downfall for years and years and years. It's creating the belief that actually, no, we're, we have the ability to change our trajectory, to change where we're going in life and not just on a personal level, but as a society. And, and now in, instead of it being a society, it's becoming a global consciousness because that's, that's where I believe we're moving towards the societies are, they're, basically kind of geographically um incorporated so they they have um geographic and and circumstantial situations kind of melded into a society whereas a global consciousness is every everyone is experiencing uh this shift all at the same time so that's kind of where i think we're we're moving towards and i didn't put that as eloquently as uh i wanted to but hopefully you kind of understand where where I'm going with that. Yes, and I, I would like to add actually to the your question. It's a wonderful question, right? And I really, I see the value in it. Um, the, the what is the big C consciousness. I think it's super valuable for people who haven't been floating in this space for quite some time. It's a super question to go, ah, just open, to open to things. Um, so there's like how I'm seeing it is like there's consciousness, which is the individual and big C consciousness is, is, is the collective consciousness. That's kind of what I see it. And then 
collective consciousness is that it's the unity it's you know you can it's a it's a it's a whole other thing really and in, in you can describe in all the ways that it plays out and in terms of asking for its purpose that's where i get stuck again but like you say maybe it's that i'm not ready to explore that you know yeah i mean i'm barely ready either so it's uh <laughs> we can go along this journey together yes <laughs> so as we kind of wrap this up um kind of fill me in what are some of the projects that you're working on um and what is the impact that you're looking to have on the collective consciousness of the planet mm -hmm. so i so suppose the work i feel so called to is in directing people through love um to to love their own consciousness to then be able to love the collective consciousness and to just support all that's happening, all of the chaos that happens in when you're going through these shifts. And if we can come from a standard, uh, like a baseline of love and acceptance and forgiveness um, and, and a willingness to be flexible, but then we can just all support each other and flow and on whatever happens, we can trust and flow. So um, over my, 13 years of, of building my internal frameworks and structures to cope with these various awakenings and shifts in my own consciousness. Um, yeah, I have these internal frameworks that I am now getting out and building into a program so that other people can follow. And um, like any sort of program, it's, it's, it's personalized to each and every ex experience. Um, I share my perspectives um, and then you apply, I, I, I guide you through how to apply your personal human experience to this framework so you can navigate and see ah yeah it's totally to be expected because sometimes we we freak out when we're like ah this is not meant to be happening and it's actually like sorry to tell you it is it's actually exactly where you're meant to be right now um and like yeah we all want this life manual and we believe it doesn't exist but it, it does it's in our it's inside ourselves um we just need to remember so yeah, I'm currently building out a framework um, to help people remember and to come back to that loving, accepting, open space. Mm, that's beautiful. And I am excited for that because that's exactly what I need. So when you have that <laughs> up and running, I'll be client number one. Just let me know. Gracias, I will. <laughs> Excellent. Well. This has been a lot of fun, Susan. I definitely really appreciate you coming on, taking the time out of your day to just answer a couple of fun questions, kind of go through your experience. And, um, you know, uh, we were kind of talking earlier how important it is, especially as you're going through these experiences and, you know, when you feel like you don't have anybody that you can talk to, to whether it's journaling, whether it's, you know, recording a message on your phone to yourself, leaving yourself a voicemail. Somehow you have to kind of get this information out of you. Uh, the information that, hey, I'm connecting to something that I don't fully understand and kind of put it back out into the world so that you can reflect on what you are experiencing. And I think that's that makes it a lot easier for you to go through this when you can look back and say, oh, this is where I was at this point. This is where I was at this point. And then 
I'm moving forward on my progression in life. And it's not just this um, constant battle between am I going crazy? Am I not going crazy? What am I experiencing? Um, and then again, the more you embody it, the more you draw in the experiences that you are meant to have had. So before meeting you, I had really never experienced or met somebody on such a deep level that had experienced all of these things that I had gone through. I thought, you know, again, I, I was kind of in the mindset that I'm the only one that that's experiencing this. And, you know, we happened to meet up down in Tulum and have these um, continued conversations. And I just see so much of myself in you. And I think that's important for everybody to find find that person and and find that uh, outlet. And it doesn't have to, at first, it doesn't have to be a person. Again, like you said, you were journaling for months and months and months uh, about your experiences and what you were going through and channeling information and doing all of this stuff. And that's exactly what I did. And that that really helped me stay in the moment and, and stay grounded and not float off into the space, basically, believing that I am doing something incredible that that nobody's ever done in the history of humanity. So I think that's a, a beautiful reminder and I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing all of your experiences with me. And um, I can guarantee you that we'll be talking again pretty soon. So for sure. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, Joe. You too. Thank you so much. Have a super Thank day. You.